This is Carlos Sene Ramirez from Delia Dad Podcast, inviting you to join Anchor and create your own podcast. First off, it's completely free. You can record and edit your podcast as you please, right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you and will send it to different audio platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. Hey, this is Carlos Rob, also from Delia.podcast, Podcast, reminding you that you can also earn money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So everything you need to make a podcast is right here on the Anchor app or on the website. So join Anchor today and create your podcast only here on the Anchor app. Welcome back to the Delia Dad Podcast. Here with uh, my dad, Carlos René Ramirez, and myself, Carlos Roberto. Um, we're excited for this eighth episode as we get to focus on today's topic, Monday Married Men. So this is definitely go out to all those men who are married and those who are seeking marriage and those who perhaps know a guy who might be married. And so uh, I'd like to welcome to the podcast, my dad, Carlos René. What's up, dad? Hey, Beto. Well, we're back here again and with this wonderful topic that uh, hopefully today we're going to be able to touch on some areas that are very crucial for the married man. Okay. It's a, well, it's a big topic that, that we're definitely going to be focusing on today. Um, and so last week we, we, we went ahead and talked about some things. Rather, last time we spoke about this, we had a chance to really dive into the... Uh, perhaps some of the fundamentals of the married man. Correct. And so, so what, are, what are some things that we get to look forward to today's topic? I know, uh, I guess for those who are listening, there's always a, not always, most of the time, there's always something planned out <clears throat> in which we're going to you know, talk about and, and ex- expand on. But what are some things that we're going to focus on today? Well, uh, throughout the course of time, um, I've had some very interesting visits with people and upon this topic, um, it's been from both parties, from both uh, husbands and wives. And what I've done for today, uh, there was one of the courses that, um, that I have created that is entitled Tiempo para Mar. And it, it's focused on, on couples. And I'm taking a part of that today and um, be able to break it down and answer the questions that they post uh, on me and we did have a wonderful visit about it but I did promise them that I was going to enlighten them with a little bit more uh, within this podcast. So okay. that's pretty much what we're going to be able to reach out and hopefully everybody else can uh, find a, a definite uh, opportunity uh, for something much better. Well I know it's something that a lot of people have been looking forward to and I know last time we spoke about this it was a big eye-opener for some of some people that that I that I know that kind of shared their sentiments on what it meant to them and, and what it means to them and how they're going to utilize this podcast moving forward. And so I know I'm looking forward to this one. This is always a big topic in the sense of um, many can relate to, Correct. Um, because it's something that we get to experience at some point in our lives, <clears throat> some heavily more than others. But definitely, it's something that at some point every man asks himself, "Am I called for marriage? Am I called to marriage?" Am I being called to be that husband, that married man? Um, and ultimately, that's where you know God will place things in your heart to be able to discern 
that uh, vocation. Yeah, and a lot has to do with with the uh, with the element of time. The element of time is constantly moving. If we were to discuss a little bit, you know, uh, time has a very profound meaning, and there's even you know harsh studies about trying to explain what time really is. But to us, in simple terms, um, and yet it's kind of complex. This this one sentence. Um, I put it together when we were doing this uh, parent class, Tiempo para Amar for Couples, and emphasizing on the importance of time. Time is the infinite, indefinite, indefinite continued process of existence and events in the present, in the past, in the future, regarding as a whole. And, and, and this has to be something kind of uh, like, what are you talking about? Uh, it, it, it's weird. But just to break it down in simple words, imagine yourself the actual clock that has 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, all the way down to 11. But it starts with 12. And it's something very important because the 12 is composed of two numbers, 1 and 2. Yet after the 12, we start again with 1 and 2, but as individuals. Yet the 12, those two become one number so when it comes to the clock um, it's incredible how we have been uh, educated or conditioned to read the clock because um, if I ask how many hands does a clock have and the most common answer is three and we have um, basically three hands on a clock And the question then is, can you read uh, time with those three hands? Yes. Can you read time with only two hands? Yes. Can you read time with only one hand? No. And and the reality is that, of course, the third hand is the one for the seconds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then we have the small hand, which always identifies the hour. And we have the, 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 the larger hand, which is basically that identifies the seconds, the minutes, the minutes, I'm sorry. But, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, it, it's so precise about the time itself, the time element, is that those two work together. And that's pretty much in a marriage how it should be. Mm-hmm. But it's also the time that is invested for the marriage. And sometimes here, we find ourselves at one party, either the husband or the wife, is implementing more time than the other into the marriage itself. Not necessarily the family, just the marriage itself. And sometimes um, it might be the case, you might feel that way, that always this person is giving more of her part or of his part into that marriage. And that is so dangerous to toy around with because in reality, you're giving rise to no longer love, but selfishness. Because then um, the person who is always giving and always doing and always providing more time will get to the point of saying, I am doing more than you. And, and, and although this is reality, a fact, it is also uh, an understanding that there starts a little bit of a selfishness. Okay, perhaps rightfully so, the way we know it. However, it still rises that. And it takes away the element. So time really becomes a huge factor. So those two hands are able to tell time. 
and again um, if we look at the clock it, it has a dimension of understanding that um, you see that the, 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 the hands they have to go completely around twice we see the importance that um, if we go twice 12 hours it will give us one day so two work for one once again and this is huge because the clock itself is telling us the importance of having two to work its time okay so when it comes to the couples being married the married man needs to be fully um, with full determination to be able to introduce his part and be able to hold up to his his part uh, so I, I, as a husband uh, I myself I need to have that firmness of, of purpose uh, being able to have resolution be able to resolve be able to have willpower so that on my part I can have that strength of character that single-minded um, approach with a purple purpose 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 yeah with, with a purpose to be able to have an, an intent a meaning uh, to be able to have an intention that has a plan to be able to be the support of my part because sometimes I'm gonna be the hand that tells the minutes but sometimes I'm gonna be that hand that tells the hour and, and you know in a, in a relationship with a husband and wife um, it's not always the case that I'm always telling the, the minutes you know I will have that opportunity to also you know be able to tell the hour what I mean by that is you know we switch roles in a marriage and that's how we work together that's how the element of this two in a clock can tell time can define time well the same thing when when the couple works together when they have that rotation when they have that same element when they have that same agreement when they have the same love well that resolves that both of them they are at the same heartbeat okay so the seconds it, it's no longer needed that little hand to, to define it because it's already beating within them yeah. and, and a married man needs to have that determination that needs to have that process to establish something that is working something that is true and real so when it comes to the man we need to have a little bit more of an understanding of what's going on uh, however in our culture we have men that say what well, you take care of it you know to ask low you know that's easy to get away from so then it's like removing one of those hands and of course you no longer can tell time because you just lost a very important element yeah and I, I, I like and well now I thank you for now whenever I look at a clock uh, <laughs> and that's the, that's the purpose that's the intention behind this but you talked about the intentionality of doing of being and one of the things that I, I was thinking about as you're explaining it, how we switch roles in a marriage, the magnitude of what the small hand says as opposed to the larger hand, as opposed to the third hand. Right. And what I mean is how sometimes we carry the bigger load, which is the hour. Because it's, you know, if you look at it, anything, if you hear, um, when it comes, anything when it comes to time, they'll go based on the actual hour. You know, that's the important, you know, if you say, all right, meet me at uh, 30. What 30? You know what I mean? Right. Normally it's like, okay, at four, at three. 
um, which that's the big rule, you know. And this is just me processing it probably for the first time, um, in the sense that us we have the, the that big rule, but again we switch, and sometimes we have the larger hand rule where, okay, yeah, six six ish. Okay, what is that ish? Oh, six fifteen, six oh five. It still has purpose, still has meaning, but it's not as big as the six. Yet it's still intentional. It's still um, purposeful. It's, it's still needed to understand the exact time we need to be there. And that goes to like the smaller, um, uh, the day ins and day outs that we have to to really you know be attentive to. And then you have what I like to bring back that you always harp on is the living in the presence. The second is the day in the moment, like living in that moment. Correct. And I think that's where both of them, the heartbeat takes place. You know, how it's literally second by second, frame by frame, on how they both have to be um, unified as one to make the clock go. And in, in, in indeed, because um, coming back to the clock, um, I said about, you know, we have 12 hours that goes twice to be able to do one full day. And since we have two 12s, there is a 12 a.m., and there, there is a 12 p.m. Mm -hmm. And it's that second, it is that same heartbeat that identifies where we're at. You know, there's two ones, there are two twos, there are two threes. All of them have double numbers. They have to repeat itself. But one is in the morning and one is in the in the afternoon or the evening. So when it comes to, to us, uh, we switch roles. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay, there's nothing wrong with it, but that's the unity of the power of the clock that it requires two to identify the hour. It requires the, the husband and wife to be able to identify the marriage. Mm -hmm. and, and in doing so, I, I mentioned about the word determination and, and, and to be able to have resolution, be able to have resolve, the willpower, the strength of character. All of those things are important because in reality, we're supposed to live up our part. And the best way to do it, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, ago, is to be able to have that living the present, living the moment. And when you acknowledge that, then you are within the time frame of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay? And, and that's the only one that you can actually take action into it. Yeah. Because in the past, it's gone, it's past. In the future, it hasn't arrived. It's only the, the present that you make a difference. So if you're a husband living your present, realize what you have before you. Realize what you have around you. Realize what the power of you is doing to the element, not only of marriage, but now we talk about family. Mm -hmm. Same thing goes with the wife. And they, they need to work together, just like the clock works together, to give that essence of time, give that essence of matrimony, of marriage, which then is celebrated into family. Yeah. And that's, that's what we need nowadays, because we hear so many stories where they're not on the same page, you know, just flat out not on the same page, you know, and something you can easily point to, well, this clock doesn't work. And you know what happens when a clock doesn't work, it doesn't tell you what you ought to be doing at a particular time, you know, because it'll just be, um, you know, especially if it's a clock that you really count on, that you that you are guiding yourself on, um, and when that, when it doesn't work, you are thrown off of your schedule and you're thrown off eventually because of that to who you are because of how you're going to react to that. And, and that is just such a, a common 
life experience nowadays because one way to knock off this clock is to just make it digital. The moment you make it digital, bye-bye whatever hand. Bye-bye mm -hmm. whatever number. It's yeah. just going to uh, display the number of what is now. Yeah. Okay? And you don't see the functions of everything else that is around that made that time. And society is very good for that. Okay? Uh, regrettably. And, and we find ourselves falling into certain conditions that we fall away from having that type of clock, that, that type of environment experience uh, of working together because we get so drawn into or drowned out uh, these different things that are around us that we distract ourselves of how we're working together, mm -hmm. okay? Um, that's why many times there's relationships that uh, they come to a point where um, they no longer know each other because they totally from two different digital time clocks. It's no longer the, you know, the big hand and the small hand anymore. And sometimes um, people try to look around to see where can I identify, where can I be accepted. And, and, and that is so, so sad because love is not like that. Okay, love is not like that. And, and, and if we were to look into the power of love, you know, it is that profound tenderness, that compassion, that affection for one another. It is not only that certain feeling of warmth uh, on a personal note for each other or for that continued deep affection, but it's also the love of who that person is. You know, like, like in, my, in my case, um, I've been learning to become now a single parent, but I, I, I really don't like the word widow. I despise it. Okay. I, I I just can't tolerate and as a matter of fact it you know I have to do the s again whenever I'm doing an application and he asked me for the the, the status on a marriage that I I don't want to put a W okay so I put an s okay and and, and it and it's hard because it weighs a lot because it's identifying me now of that because that those are the rules of society those are the rules at hand that I have to follow. But it, 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 it brings back to my love for Raquel, for my wife, still continues. And, and, and I believe that at one point it has grown more. And the best way to get in, to be in touch with her has to be spiritually. And we go back to the faith on this matter. Because when we fell in love, which is basically the term that society uses, it's, a, it's just a, a, um, a face of the simple explanation, but we actually, we grew in love. Mm. We didn't fall in love. Huh, we grew that. in love. And because of that love, they started to have a growth. Although one party is no longer here physically present, the love continues to grow on a different scale, a different form, in a different manner, which is the spiritual uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. So then um, it, the, the affection and all the human needs that many times you know, come to play, um, I see my reality, but I also have to see the importance of understanding that through it all, that love continues. And it's something that God has blessed me with. Okay, because I know that now Raquel, um, like I mentioned to you the other day, 
a lot of people say she's in a better place. No, 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 she's not in a better place. She's at the best place yeah. because I know she's in heaven and she's enjoying God's presence. And I, I can't be selfish on that. Yeah. Okay. I miss her here, but I can't be selfish about that. And, and if I really truly love, I'm happy for her. And, and that brings my present to the reality that I need to continue what I need to continue. I need to continue being part of the hand, either sometimes, you know, the big one or the small one, but I'm still part of it because the element of time still continues. Yeah, yeah I like I, I like still that. have to continue running this time because exactly. I'm part of it, okay? She has it a more uh, of a angelical, yeah. <laughs> perhaps, but more of a holy or, 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 or an a sainthood type of experience. But to me, uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, to me here, I need to experience some of that. And it, it takes prayer, it takes love, it takes uh, accepting God's will, embracing it, and doing my best when it comes to this. I, I, you kind of just pin that on the dot that now she's outside of the element of space and time. Correct. You know? And so, and that's why I think it, it it is a bit more powerful because of how she can interject within space and time. You know what I mean? Um, and for you to still continually, because we're still limited to time, um, you don't even lose a step as regards to your purpose right now. You're living in the moment right now. And it's one of the things that it, it, it has to be an eye opener because many people forget that this is a real possibility for anyone who enters into the sacrament of marriage. That, yeah, maybe at some point, it's either you or your spouse that will have to continue this journey. You know? And so it, it was just one thing that i really learned to um at least grow in when it comes to this 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 um topic of time that we don't have that much time you know that we don't have that much time. so to do what we can right now in the present moment be that third hand the the second you know the, the one that comes to seconds to be in that moment to live in the now because only then will you understand and identify your true purpose at this particular moment and i love this i can't i can't remember where i heard it where the i can't remember where i heard it but basically they said you are where god needs you to be now yeah yeah now where you want to be where he needs you to be now Correct. you know because it's so easy to just be like oh why god why am i here in this middle of pandemic or why did you know mm -hmm. um yeah God and His goodness has placed you here now for a particular purpose, for a reason. And we hear, we hear it as cliche, but we have to seek the deeper meaning behind of, okay, why am I here? Now, when it comes to the spouses, why are they here? You know, in this particular moment. Right. And, and, and we go back to that's our determination of what we got to do. Yeah. That, that is our responsibility of life. So... When it comes to the power of the element of love itself, one of the things that we enjoy is um, how to give ourselves freely, you know, with each other, for each other, and, and having something or someone in, in common in, in that giving. Because the giving now becomes more of a sharing. Um, uh, and, 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 it, and it's something that um, we were talking about it just a couple of hours ago. I was doing a presentation on enseñame for, for the parents and we were talking about 
um, these three stages that are so profound to the teachings of a parent to the child, and that is the actual teaching, the actual courage, and the actual tenderness that exists, and how each one has other three elements to it. And, and the bottom line was, it, it is important for us to live better, it is important for us to feel secure, and it is an, an, an extremely important for us to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, and when those elements come together, one of the, the, um, the things that we discovered was the, the, the type of giving of each other. And it's when we get it to the point that it becomes unconditionally, mm-hmm. which God himself is asking this from us, God is asking, give me this without conditions, without limits. But our hum- humanity does put conditions, does put limitations. Yeah. And, and that is so sad because this conditional um, subject within ours, within our humanity, you know, is a subject that um, it takes away of what we can do. Yet we, created by the image and likeness of God, we are loved unconditionally. And because of that, we have, okay, we have the element to do things without conditions, without limitations. Mm-hmm. We have the power of that love. And if that were to be kind of grasp or something to put on or something to embed within ourselves, then we can have the experience of being able to love each other unconditionally mm-hmm. because it will be for the common good. What is that common good? The family. Yeah. And, the, and the children themselves would actually learn from that, would actually enjoy that and will be part of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's something that um, it, it goes beyond because both parties, they have to be, like you mentioned before, being the same page. Yeah. I, I say being the same clock. Exactly. Okay, Not a digital, but being a clock that has those two hands. Yeah. All right. And many times the, the, the second is it's not there, but you can hear it. Yeah. You know, you right, can hear it. Right. Uh, the, the, it's always a little okay. second mark that is, that is ticking away. It's like I wonder if we get to be a bit quiet. I wonder if they can hear that. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we have a clock here. Um, but no, yes, you're right. And I love how you mentioned the unconditional love that it has to exist. And although we are limited because of our you know, finite abilities, we have the infinite to help us. And we have God himself who bestowed on us that love, which is why, because that's one thing that I've learned um, while I was watching a not a documentary, but a series on the sacrament of marriage called Beloved, uh, and it's unformed, and I recommend it to everybody who is listening in. Um, There's one uh, quote where the gentleman says, you know, I want to give 100% 100 of myself to my bride, but humanly speaking, it's impossible. But that's why God elevates this, this to a sacrament to make it possible. And I think that's one of the things where we have to realize and go back to, you know, and especially the couples that are seeking to get married or that just got married, to understand the exact definition of the sacrament of marriage, what it entails, what it what it is about. Because I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of people that, that I think um, have gone into this have gone blindly. Or if they've gone in, they've gone with a very minimal knowledge as to what they're getting their, themselves into, you know. And so 
I think that's the trick to be able to simply understand okay what is this sacrament all about what does it mean to be that married man that married woman um, and one thing I want to share when it comes to the unconditional love there was a story that Archbishop Fulton Sheen blessed Fulton Sheen um, shared with the story of Felix and Elizabeth Lesser. I'm not sure you heard this before but um, basically um, and we're gonna really have it uh, long story short where she was a devout Catholic he was a devout atheist you know mm -hmm. and how she was trying to um, help him see the goodness of who God is and she was trying to uh, help him understand the faith and at some point before marriage you know he promised that he would compromise and whatnot and the moment they got married it was just totally one-sided you know and yet she started to receive many sufferings and she told her husband that when I die you will not only convert but you'll become a priest a Dominican priest and you know he thought no these are just your you know fairy tales you know way of thinking your your wishful thinking but you know my sentiments you know he, she's just okay you know and she had a plan all along and she constantly gave of herself constantly loved until the end until definitely she was um given this this illness and she ended up you know loving till the end and later as he's cleaning out her things she finds a note of hers where it says she's basically asked God to give her sufficient sufficient sufferings so that he may live so that his soul can be somewhat quote purchased through the sufferings that she offered and sure enough after that he you know it took some time for him to be uh, moved by it so he went to, he goes to visit um, Our Lady of Lords and in that moment of looking upon her that woman that he really did not like talking about Mary um, in an instant he's given the gift of faith and he shares his very same story as father Felix you know a Dominican priest who shared um, to uh, Fulton Sheen during a retreat and so he closes off with there's no greater love than for a husband or a wife to lay down his or her life for his or her beloved and that's one thing that um, I kept, you know, very vivid, uh, because in 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 my uh, circumstances and in my situation, uh, it was difficult to see Raquel suffer the way she suffered, and endured everything that she went through, and the only thing that I could do was just at, at least just be there mm -hmm. uh, just be there by her side and sometimes it, it, it was more than that it was just to hold her hand and one of the things that um, uh, she helped me with was the presentation and all, all, all of you were there you even sang with her in that presentation um, it was a presentation that I did with LISD and uh, it was for all the parents uh, it happened there at the uh, cafeteria of Lamar and it, it was entitled El Ultimo Abrazo. Mm -hmm. And in there, um, I, I use uh, the song of Juan Gabriel, but we worked together on that, Raquel and I. And 
towards the moments of her hurting, of her frustration, and that she would sit in, you know, next to the side of the bed, and I would come and just stand next to her. She would uh, put her, her arm around my waist, and all I would do was start to caress her back and massage it, you know, and just be there. And it was a, a, a type of, of abrazo, a type of hug that we weren't doing other than just helping each other in that moment. And, and I think that my hurting was nothing compared to hers physically, but yet my hurting was that I couldn't do anything to remove her pain. I couldn't do anything to take away what she was going through. But the only thing I could do was to just be there. And, and many times as, as husbands and wives, you gotta do at least that. Yeah. You know, just be there for him, be there for her. And that's exactly what happens on a clock. Okay, they're there for each other and, and they tell time. And when you are there, uh, just being there for each other, um, that telling of time, yeah, it's gonna be your kids. They're gonna see how mom and dad really loves each other. And, and it's a tremendous testament of love and it's unconditional. And one of the things that I, I can add is, you know, actually yesterday I was going through some pictures of those moments, of those last moments and how you were there. There's a picture of you in the lobby and you just, you have this expression of just tired, you know, and you're laying, you had your head on the, on the rail of the seat, you know, waiting for the next opportunity to go see mom. And there's another one where you're holding her hand. There's another one where you, the way you just explained it, how she was in that embrace, you rubbing her back, the, that picture that we have, and it was just, for us, there is no better caretaker for her than you. And for us kids to see that, that tells us a couple of things. First of all, that we knew, and we know, that mom was always taken care of. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing. Second, was that she was always loved. And the third thing, it gave us an inspiration to be that way so that one day when we are called to be that married man that we can do as you did to take care and to love until the end and that's what we see as kids and so for all those who are married you know really think that really think about how much your love is evident to your kids if you have kids and if you don't have kids, look forward to the opportunity to show them how much you love each other. Because it is in that love that we get to look forward to that love as well, as kids. And we all share that, all of us as siblings, that we want a love like that because of what you shared and what we saw and the healing that took place despite of the suffering, the healing that took place and it made that suffering purposeful. And it only reminded me of Jesus on the cross because suffering for the sake of suffering is just suffering and it's painful right yeah. but suffering with love that's purposeful yes which Indeed. is why that love is now to a cross and, and you know um, I've, I've been sharing I shared this I believe with um, with the people out there in, in Heffernville and I believe with the students at uh, St. Joseph the confirmation candidates um, that 
before the, the, uh, the date of the 25th of each month on down to the first of each month those days um, it, it was a, a renewing of remembering and I try to fight it out and I try to control that I try to distract myself and what have you and just just today you know today today is 26 and today I remember uh, 19 months ago today to the very day 19 months ago today it was the last time that I was able to spend time with your mom a uh, little bit more conscious and she was holding on to the rail she had that habit um, when she was in, in the uh, intensive care unit and she was holding on to that rail and I remember that I would get close um, I would bring the chair close to her and I would you know recline my cheek on her fingers on that rail and to feel her touch and I said it's coming to an end I, I was in denial but I knew it and and just to caress my, my cheeks with her hand there to me it was the time of fulfillment it was a time to finally just be there for her because time was running out and I remember that this night was pretty much that last night you know that I, that I had that opportunity but in it all uh, I thank God for the many blessings that he uh, allow us to to enjoy and, and to have and and, and to be able to share, uh, especially with you guys, and, and then all our friends and families and relatives and acquaintances and, and so forth, that that love just, just grew out, okay? And, and, and now, um, some people tell me that they, they're, they're grateful for me sharing how I'm dealing with um, this new situation, this new way of life, and I say, well, it's basically, you know, God's sense of humor. You know, I'm, I'm just going through it. So uh, in closing, um, I just want to share that once again, for the married man, for the married woman, okay, it is important, okay? It is important for you to be in the same clock. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter. You will switch. You will be the, the hour indicator. Or you will be the minute indicator. It doesn't matter. But what matters is to be in the same clock. Yeah. So enjoy your time. Fulfill your time. Make the best time possible together. No, definitely. And I think that's one of the things that we hope that this podcast can help you uh, realize how essential time is, but how more important the love between you all is. Yeah. And to really just seek deep into your heart to be selfless, to lay down your life for one another. Because essentially that's what marriage is. That's what the sacrament of marriage is. You know, as St. Paul tells us in, in Ephesians, that husbands have to lay down their lives for their brides, right? And so, be that married man that will lay down their life for their bride. And if you do that, you will see that that marriage of yours will rise up to new heights and will be the marriage that God intended it to be. Since the very beginning, when He created Adam and Eve, that beautiful pure, selfless, life-giving love that can exist if you are willing to set aside what we'll talk about later on in the next episode, the your syndrome. Yeah. Um, and you can really focus on loving the other for the sake of the other. Right. And so 
With that being said, we hope that this podcast can help you do exactly that. That you have to have that time to love. El tiempo para amar. But we know that this time at some point will come to an end. And so what we do with our time is essentially important. And so let us focus on re, um, reshifting our time. Whether you have to spring forward or fall back, whatever it is you need to do. But focus on being in tune with one another, being on the same page with, with each other, and especially with God. Any last things, Father? I say that to all the married couples, it is time to love. It is time to share the same time. God bless you. <laughs>